0: Rolling Dice and Taking Names podcast is sponsored by The Broken Token, creator of high quality gaming accessories and storage solutions.
1: Visit them online at TheBrokenToken.com.
2: Welcome to Rolling Dice and Taking Names. RDTN is a show with two longtime friends that talk about board games, card games, and anything else that grabs their attention. Squirrel! Here are your hosts, the Waldorf and Statler of board gaming podcasts, Marty and Tony.
3: Hey, and welcome to Rolling Dice and Taking Names, a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. I'm Tony. And this is Marty. And this is episode number 66, Land of Confusion. Why did I pick that name, Marty? Well, Real easy. It's because this is a board game podcast and we're not going to talk about board games. Thank
0: you because that was going to be the first question out of my mouth. I was going, I mean, you always come up with these great names and how they apply to the episode i'm like well is it because kirkman and dan patrice is going to be on here and we're just going to be like really confused for the next hour and a half two hours or but now i understand it now
3: actually you did do the truthful one i was trying to be kind to dan and um, kirkman on that but that's the you know when we've they come on the show or at least dan does it is a just a oh i don't know just a complete episode of confusion but you're absolutely right that was the original reason but we're going to go with because we're about board games and in- We're talking about movies today. Probably about 50% of the listening audience just hit
0: stop. That's okay. For the other 50% that hung around, yes, this is going to be our second annual Box Office Red Box Trash Box episode where we look at all the big summer movies and then rate each one of those movies and have a little bit of discussion about it. But this time, uh, we're bringing in an extra person. Last year it was Dan Patrice and this time we're going to bring in Chris Kirkman from Dice Hate Me Games.
3: And also for the other 50% that is still around, don't worry if you listen to the Geek All-Stars we are not going for the three-hour mark. We are simply still trying to keep it under the two-hour mark of rolling dice, taking names standard. It's going to be a big summer, isn't it?
0: Uh, it? It is going to be big. Lots of big movies, and I can't wait to get into the discussion about it. So why not wasting any more time, I right? I agree with you, sir. are welcome to the second annual box office red box trash box edition of of rolling dice and taking names and for this we have two very special guests returning from his inaugural visit last year for this segment of the show we have dan patrice from the geek all stars making a return dan thanks for coming in
1: what's on guys i wouldn't miss this would miss it for the world.
0: Also, we decided to bring in somebody else. We have brought in, from Dice Hate Me, and the podcast State of Games, Chris Kirkman. Chris, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me. I love movies, so this is going to be fun. So, and the reason,
0: Chris, why we have you on is because after last year's debacle of Dan trying to tell us how great Transformers (laughs) and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is, we decided we need to bring somebody on with some credibility.
1: (laughs) The box office don't lie. No matter how many people complain about the movie, it still rakes in a billion dollars worldwide, so something's got to be good about it.
2: Yeah, but I'm going to I'm gonna work on class on the joint up here, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> well, I think we could use that.
3: <laughs> and Dan, even though you shouldn't look at a train wreck, people still do. So I don't, I don't, there's no, I'm just saying, because I finally got to watch Age of Extinction and... That whole slow-mo of Mark Wahlberg going, no. I was like, oh, good gosh. And, and he had to defend this. But anyway, sorry, we, we get off. And by the way, I'm Tony. Again, I was kind of quiet there. Sorry.
1: You're mud. You're mud. That movie was great, dude. Great movie. <laughs> Let
0: me go over the rules for everybody so everybody knows how to uh, play this game. or I don't know if it's a game. Anyway, this segment. So here's the thing. Uh, i'm going to be bringing up movies and with each movie i'll give you a little synopsis about the movie and each one of us is going to say whether you're going to give it a rating of a box office red box, or trash box and what's that what that means is for box office that means that you feel this movie is probably worth somebody's paying full admission price for and going to the theater to see. Not necessarily that you'll be doing it, but you just feel it will be worth that. Uh, the red box will mean you know what I don't need to watch it in the theater. I'll wait till it comes out in Redbox or on Netflix or some other paying streaming service that I have and watch it that way. The last is trash box, where you say you know I don't want to watch this movie at all, or unless I'm really bored and it shows up on Spike TV in about three years, I'll watch it then.
1: Like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> like Transformers. What's good about this list though is it. There's not really a lot of polarizing movies. I don't think we can can get as... It's not quite like those two movies from last year where...
2: Oh, I know there's one on the list that's going to be polarizing. For example, let's just do a trial
0: run here. A movie that just came out this uh, past week was... Mall cop Two now <laughs> if we were to like go around the table and say whether you would you know box office red box, or trash box it now what 's funny is before we got on, Dan actually went and saw this movie in the theater, so was it
1: worth a box office Dan no and, and I knew it wouldn't be it it was garbage, but here 's the thing now. This was a movie where my uh, in-laws had been promising my kids to, to take them to the movies. They were tracked out the last, like, three weeks. My in-laws, my mother-in-law was at my house for about a week, and she kept promising my kids to take them to the movies, and they were like, they never got there. So we were, we were actually doing some spring cleaning this weekend, and my wife didn't want to stop cleaning to take them to the movies, so I took them to the movies, and of course, they wanted to see Paul Blart, so I was like, oh. So <laughs> there was a million other things I'd rather be doing, and, and I would actually almost rather the uh, garage didn't go to paul blart but but i took them and it was you know it's cute it's it's kind of the late night watching on comedy central at best but it was it was horrible it's not worth so it's that's not worth the probably money.
0: one of those if we went around the table it would be trash box all the exactly. way around so anyway that's kind of how it works so and like you said go.
1: um i'm sorry marty like one of the big things especially for people like uh like like us you know like you and me and tony we've got kids and your kids are, are a little older than 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 my kids but we don't get to the movies hardly at all, my wife and I, but this is kind of like barring and as if there was never any instance of like, if you could go to any movie at any time you wanted to, would you still want to go box office? That's kind of where I go to. I would go to it if there was no money, no, no, you know, no money restriction, no time restriction. Got it. Yeah. And I think that's the good way to look at it.
3: I do have a question, Marty, just a level set here. So we know what uh, Dan's last, last box office was. Mr. Kirkman, what was the last movie you went to and saw in the movies?
2: Uh... Man, I'm blanking. Totally blanking. Like, cause I watch everything online. Like, as soon as it hits iTunes, I've got it. Like, and I've got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, and, and so I, I, I see them all. When eventually they come. Out. No, Interstellar was the last movie I went to see in the theater.
3: Okay I mean was that because of the uh, special effects or was it because you needed to see Matthew McConaughey
2: I just needed <laughs> I needed my Matthew McConaughey fix I won't I'm with you I won't I won't deny it uh, no all right, I ride right, right, right. Right, right. right all right. I may have seen something else in the theater since then but apparently it's not been very memorable if I can't remember it so I uh, think interstellar was probably the most recent one that I saw I was gonna go try to see uh, that it follows movie but I kind of check it out at the last minute.
0: Here we go. And what we're going to do is we're going to do this in chronological order of when the movie is going to be released. Now, for the first movie, it just so happens it's probably going to be the biggest movie of the summer that we're going to talk about. So I hate to start out so strong, but hey, that's the way the calendar works out. Coming on May 1st is going to be the highly acclaimed second Avengers called the Avengers Age of Ultron. And probably most people saw the first Avengers. And this one, again, is written and directed by Joss Whedon and has all the the regular players coming back to play their parts. This is probably one that's not going to have a lot of discussion because probably all going to agree. So I'll go ahead and start out. This is box office. And actually I've already pre-ordered tickets and will be there Thursday, April 30th.
3: Oh, this will be box office for me. I won't be there like Marty at an early showing, but I will definitely be one of the few where I will go and brave the masses box office, Dan.
1: And like you said, I will actually going to try to go go see this that first weekend somehow I'm going to try to get get the kids to go with me and cuz uh luckily I don't I don't think there's any sports that weekend. Oh, it is my son's communion. But we'll figure out something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, box office.
3: Mr. Kirkman.
2: No surprise here box office for me. I'm a Marvel junkie and um I'm getting together when it's big movies like this, and for especially for the Avengers, I like to get together with my lifelong best friends, so we all meet kind of in Charlotte, and uh, we've got tickets already for Friday that for next Friday, so I can't wait.
0: So, just one quick question, go around the uh, the table for this one one uh, question: Do you think this will be better than the first movie?
2: Mm. Mm. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: Mm.
1: It, it's going to be tough because you know they, they're going to have the whole, uh, you know, they've got to build the story in from. Um, Uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, and you know they're going to have a little bit of the influence from Ultron, so they'll be bad for at least part of the movie, which is not an easy thing to watch. And then you've got to have that influence with the magic. You know, obviously, it looks like it's turning Hulk against uh, against either the team or against uh, Iron Man. So, I mean, it depends on how much you want to see them fighting each other.
2: There's a lot in the in the trailers. There are a lot of superhero tropes definitely happening in this movie. But of course, I mean. It's what you expect. I mean, it's going to be Avengers. I think that Ultron is a much more interesting villain to me than Loki. But not as hot. But not as hot. <laughs> right. Hiddleston's got the looks. Um, so he's also a great actor, but I think that... You know, just developing the story behind you know Ultron, and if we get to see the you know Vision, obviously uh, you know that'll be cool. But yes, a lot of it's gonna it's gonna have to be long. I know that much in order to fit all this stuff in, because I mean you've got so many characters that you have to focus on, and of course we're introducing uh, Wanda and Peter and so or Pietro. So we got to get into all that, and they got to display all that stuff. But I think it's probably going to be better than the first one.
3: And so what I'm hearing is, don't drink a Regalator during this movie. You'll miss it. <laughs>
2: That's right. Uh, it's it's two. It's only two twenty. Really? 220. Wow. Yeah. Man, they must have done some good editing because that thing, even the trailer itself, looks like it's gonna be three hours long. Not that I would complain. I'm I'm with you, Marty.
3: I mean, I haven't said anything yet. So how do you know you're with me or not? Because we have like mine, It's like our <laughs> other brothers in Raleigh. I mean, you know, Dan and Chris. You know, his twin brothers. That's right. You
1: guys I, are the twin brothers down in Charlotte. <laughs> right, that's
3: right. So, but no, I mean, I I'm not going in there with the expectations that it's going to be as good or better. I'm just going to go in there and enjoy the movie, which is which. I think is how it should be done. Now, Mike, you know, after you answer, my other question is how many times will you go and go see it at the theaters once this time? And that's it.
0: No, I'll see it multiple. I'll see it at least twice. Answer mine real quick. I hope it's better. I think it's going to be better. Uh, right at the first movie, Josh said, if he did a second, he said he'd want the second one to be his empire strikes back a little darker. So I'm hoping it's like that, where it's a little more uh, dark and you've already introduced everybody and you already have the group. So We'll see. Uh, a week from tomorrow, we're recording on uh, the 22nd. I will, I will find out. So yeah, we're going to spend as much time on all these movies. Just that one, because that's such a big one. We're all big comic book fans, and, and we'll kind of go on there. And so coming out on May 8th, uh, starring Reese Witherspoon, Reese, Reese Witherspoon and Sophia Vergara is a Hot Pursuit, an uptight cop. Played by Reese, tries to protect the widow Sophia of a drug lord as they go through Texas, chased by gunmen. Um,
3: that will be a red box for me. Chris,
2: uh, a red box for me, maybe, maybe almost trash box. But I mean, I'll, if I get bored, I'll definitely rent it. But I can't stand Reese Witherspoon. So, oh really? Yeah, she's Aww. just one of those really annoying people to me. She's one of the few people that her her accent might be thicker than yours. <laughs> <laughs> When she plays it up, yeah. But I mean, I, it, Legally Blonde was fun, but anything else she's ever been in, I've just played. I want to scratch my eyes out and claw my ears because she just drives me crazy for whatever reason.
1: I'll agree, though.
2: I mean, I'll say Redbox,
1: but I think she's really good as a, as a comedian, as a, as a comedic actress, rather than as a serious actress. I don't really like a lot of her serious stuff, but there's way too much beautiful in this movie not to see it, at least in a Redbox.
0: And for me, it's going to be a trash box. I really, I really oh. just don't have a lot of interest in it. What?
1: Try, uh, oh. I just don't have a lot of Are you aware what Sofia Vergara looks like Are, are you aware I of that
3: i watch Modern Family every week So I know exactly <laughs> what she looks like And did you watch her on soul plane Anyway okay,
0: <laughs> Soul so. plane <laughs> Alright yeah here we go Alright so coming out
1: on May 15th Wait you're going to skip Maggie Oh <sighs> We got it on the list, man. Man, we had to do all this research. Let's do all. I know. Of well, here. I watched. You know what? I hadn't even heard of this movie, and I and then you had Maggie on the list, and I was I was really actually pretty interested in this. Okay,
2: coming out <laughs> in May eighth. Maggie. From what I can tell, it's a zombie story, but it's told from the point of view of Arnold Schwarzenegger being this dad and his daughter. Gets infected with whatever this virus is, and she's going to start uh, showing off uh, violent tendencies and things. And so it's kind of it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's happening in the trailer sometimes, but it's it's it seems dark. Um, it seems like a good turn for Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and, but I, I essentially, I get the gist that it's it's going to be a more human oriented kind of zombie story. And. Oh, Dan. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to go ahead and uh, and just give mine. I red box this, even though it looks like it might be interesting to see in the theater. I just feel like I'm going to save up my time and and uh, red box this later. This was kind of a borderline one for me because I would almost say uh,
1: box office, but it's it's a red box for me because it, it's it got Abigail Breslin and Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I kind of like the the dystopian future type or, or the uh, – I guess not dystopian. I guess it's more um, – uh, plague ridden uh, future yeah, yeah post-apocalyptic because like the road yeah. and um what was the one with denzel um oh the
2: book of eli not yeah the book, book of eli of Eli, yes
1: yeah so those type movies i kind of dig those kind of post-apocalyptic type things and that's almost kind of like what this has when you've got that it's it's not your normal you know you're trying to bring a more human story into a zombie story and i kind of dig that sort of thing and and uh I, the, the trailer was really interesting so i i, I I brought it from initially when I looked at it, I thought trash box, but I'm going to go red box on this one.
0: I would say because it's a zombie movie and that's kind of overplayed, it would be red box for me.
3: Yeah. same here. He's got, I mean, I was surprised at who was all in it and it kind of scared me. So I'm going to have to be able to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to snuggle up at, oh. under the covers. Oh, there's one us. coming
2: up a little bit later on that literally my just stood, it's the hair on the back of my neck just stood up watching this trailer. Anyway, we'll get to it. Yes, we will.
3: I think I know which
0: one.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: Coming out on May 15th, <laughs> this sequel follows Becca and her a cappella group through their senior year at Barden University. Pitch Perfect Two.
2: Is there is there a category that, that where it, it's like instead of red box, trash box, and box office? Is it one where I'm forced to watch this when I go and spend time at Dan's house? No, it was, <laughs> a, it was <laughs> at the beach. It was, that, <laughs> it was, it was at me, the and beach. It was a retreat, and yeah, that's the only reason I ever saw Pitch Perfect.
1: Tony, you and me are brothers, buddy, because I loved Pitch Perfect. Let me tell you, there's just a little. It's it's kind of a heartwarming. It's funny. It gets you like enjoying the songs. I lo- see. I love covers. You know, one of my favorite podcasts is Coverville. By, with Brian Ibbett. I mean, it's it, these things are just fun to watch. And heck, I mean, Anna Kendrick again. I have a soft spot for hot chicks, and she's a beautiful woman. And it's a great, you know, it's it's fun. I, hey, Pitch Perfect two, sit there with my wife; she'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. Sign me up.
3: So, so is that a box office, red box, or trash box for you two?
1: I, I would, if you know, if time's no limit, I am bringing my wife to the box office, and we're going to watch it.
2: Oh, mine's easy; I'll just red box. I am not going to say trash box because it's an, it's enjoyable, but I'm, it's like. You know, if I'm drunk bored one night. I might if, my t- t- if you're drunk <laughs>
1: at the beach and we've got some some beers.
0: <laughs> well, seeing I was have I'd have to go watch Pitch Perfect 1, which I probably won't do. I'll probably say Trash Box.
1: Oh. Marty, I guar- I can almost guarantee you would enjoy Pitch Perfect 1. You're a musician, dude. That's why li- Whiplash was awesome. Loved Whiplash. I think there's a little different tone.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to have to say, this probably isn't the same thing as like Whiplash is. To me, Marty, okay, Pitch Perfect 2 for me is if if my daughter wants to, we will go see it at the box office because we watched the trailers when we were at the movies last night and there was a lot of good comedy and um, it kind of reminded me of one of your favorite movies, Marty, where it's a bunch of uh, groups coming to sing and it was uh, that documentary type stuff. God, I can't remember. They did the dog movie and then they did the...
0: Oh, uh, break, oh, uh, uh, a mighty wind. Breaking wind, a, a mighty, mighty wind. wind. Oh yeah. That was awesome. Christopher guest
2: yeah. in this group. Yeah. Mighty
3: wind is
0: blowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that was a great movie. Yeah, hey, if, if y'all haven't watched that, it's from the same people
3: that did, um, spinal tap. You need to watch this movie. Oh, great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. But to, to me, I mean, it has some great humor and Dan, I, I I love the songs. I love the cover. I that I, I just love that. So, yeah, I would I would go to the box office.
1: You know, as a little aside too, that soundtrack to the first one is probably uh one of my most played things on my iPod right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz the fir- the first the first half is is really actually the first half of the soundtrack is pretty good. The second half really isn't kind of from the movie, but
2: but it it's good. <laughs> I'm going to put a demerit on your man card for that. Yeah, you can.
0: Also coming out May 15th a remake of some big movies from the 80s we're going to have Mad Max Fury Road um starring Tom Hardy
1: and Charlize Theron
0: and you 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 always
1: got to
2: get the actress <laughs> in there don't you Oh I'm a huge Mad Max fan I've been excited about this since they announced it the trailers just look awesome again Charlie Sterling are not one of my favorite people on the planet, but she does just fine. Uh, she looks like she'll do okay in this movie, but I, I'm excited, and I think it's going to be huge. I'm definitely box office on this one.
0: Uh, for me, it's uh, it's going to be box office, and it's uh, one reason is because my uh, middle son Travis has become a huge Mad Max fan. He's really into all these '70s and '80s sci-fi movies, and really loved Mad Max. So he's jonesing to go see this one. So this box office for me.
1: I'm going to actually say Redbox on this one. I, I'm a huge fan of the original Mad Max series. There, there, was just a simplicity to the first two movies where this one just seems to just ramp it up a little. bit. It, it's just too much excess to me. And, and and even though Charlize Theron, even bald, she looks beautiful in in this movie. I I I, I don't know. It it's just not something I, I want to rush out. The, the, the trailers are just they're just too crazy. And I I love this sort of thing, but and I'd probably be first in line at the Redbox, but I just. It's just too much for me to, to care about it to, to go to go I see can't in the box
2: office. Believe that you're going to sit there and <laughs> lo- right after last year talking Transformers: Age of Extinction like the greatest cinematic experience in the world, when we were talking about excess, that movie was the epitome of excess. I couldn't, I couldn't even see what was going on in the freaking trailers. Like it's just a bunch of robotic parts fleeing at the screen. But did you and, see? And you're going to you tell me that Road Mad War? Max looks excessive? Yes, I saw the Road Warrior.
1: Did you? but it's, it's, I've seen just, it a it's times. simplicity. It's just simplicity. It's, you know, mad. I'm mean, actually probably Mad Max. The very first one is a little bit more simplistic than, than the road warrior. Cause the first one was Mad Max. Then it was well, the, the first road warrior, one is my... a
2: very, a very personal story. And then it starts digging more into the post-apocalyptic landscape in in Mad Max or road warrior rather. Now this one, I think takes a cue from road warrior and goes back and does what is really supposed to be done best. A bunch of maniacs racing around the outback in scratch built vehicles and all kinds of crap happening. I mean, that's just going to be amazing.
3: I'm kind of like, this is Redbox. Oh I just don't see. I just don't see the special effects. The need for me to go see this in the in the movies. What do you I,
0: mean you don't see the special effects or on the screen?
3: No, it's <laughs> just not. It's not. It's not the big, awesome like the space where you need the. Space. Oh my gosh, have
0: you seen the trailer for this movie? <laughs> every special week effects. I've
3: every week I've seen it. Thank you very much. And every week I keep looking at and saying, you know, I can pass on this at the box office
2: finally somebody's on my side finally you guys are you guys are crazy that's all i'm gonna say
0: (laughs) yeah i I agree okay well how about this one talking about remakes from the past everybody probably as a kid was scared to death when they went and saw the movie poltergeist
2: i was scarred for life going to see the original poltergeist and i was scarred for life after watching the trailer for this movie the new one I, i mean i literally like i peed a little it's that scary.
0: And this one's being produced by Sam Ramy, who knows how to do some horror movies and some and some bad Spider-Man movies, but we'll leave that uh, aside. <laughs> Poltergeist, Chris, since you were scarred by oh. it, you're going to be scarred again?
2: I don't think I can box office this one. I mean, it looks, I'm, I'm all a fan of like trying to do something new, and, and I'll tell you, this one looks like it takes the scariest parts of the original Poltergeist and ramps it up 110 percent it was just crazy watching that trailer i literally like jumped a couple times and i i'm a horror horror fan like i go see a lot it's these types of these movies where they really just ratchet up the tension on it i would probably put it as a red box for me because i think i need to be in the comfort of my own home and especially like although it might be better for me to go see it in the movie theater because it's about a haunted house and you know watching it at home. <laughs> And, you're, and you live in an older house too. I live in an older house, and I don't know if it was built on a cemetery or not, but I hope not.
1: I'll just keep it quick. I trash box. I'm not a horror guy. I, I did. I do have some appreciation for the original one. Uh, I think the original one, the, the horror is a little more subtle, and that's why I think it's brilliant. Because
2: you know, this one's got like the clown jumping, and there is and all nothing. Sorts of- there is nothing subtle about a clown choking you to death and then a tree breaking through the window and trying to eat you. But that's so, like, that's so grandiose. Like, see,
1: the, I was going to say the clown part in the original might be, well, and maybe the guy ripping his face off. Those, those might be, like, the real horror parts. But, like, a lot of it, you know, you've got the, the, the toys going around the room, the lady talking to the, the screen. I mean, a lot of it is, is implied, in my opinion, I just don't. It's it's not the, the the little girl turns around and attacks somebody that the trailer has. I mean, that's this is a lot of newer horror tropes that I just I I just not a big horror guy.
0: Um, if anything, it'll probably be Red Box. It definitely won't be something I see in the theater. I may catch it uh, later on when it comes out just to kind of see how it compares to the original.
3: For me, Trash Box because like like um. Mr. Kurtman pointed out when we were watching the trailer last night at the theater, my wife and I turned to each other and said, no way in. <laughs> in Hades? That was. That was one of the scariest trailers. Just the girl Absolutely. flying up the 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 girl flying up the steps. I'm like, holy freaking, what was that? <laughs> but I, I do have a question. How are all the poltergeists fitting in a flat screen versus the
1: big <laughs> tube box? <laughs> See, so the poltergeist is supposed to be it, it's not supposed to be the omen, and that's kind of you know, or or what's the other one with the girl with her head spinning? Oh, Exorcist. It's not supposed to be the Exorcist. It's a, it's a different. It's I, I think it's a more classic horror than just gore horror, which I think those other ones are.
2: Yeah. One thing I would like to point out, though, as a, a uh, an amateur paranormal investigator and someone who uh, used to want to actually go to the JB Ryan Institute for everyone out there, Poltergeist. It, that is a a bad name for this movie because a poltergeist does not do anything that is in the movie this does these are these are evil demonic spirits these are not poltergeists so I'll just throw that out there. Is that another job another form yes of job? <laughs> actually actually not not paid, but I've done a lot of ghost hunting in my days.
0: All right, moving on here we go. So the next one from Disney and uh, writer and director Brad Bird and uh, Damon Linden- Lindenloff. From uh, Lost, we have Tomorrowland with
3: George Clooney. Oh, box office! This is this one's easy. Box office. It's George Clooney. It's
1: actually it looks
3: it looks really good. Uh, i I think I'm going to enjoy this one, and so I will be definitely at the box office, Dan. This
1: is this is a tough one because I George Clooney is one of my favorite actors. I I actually have read with a question mark on my little list here because. As much as I, I really wanted to see it after the first trailer, the subsequent trailers and clips, I've just it just hasn't grabbed me as much. I, I think it's better in theory and what I want it to be than what it looks like it will be. So I, I've kind of been turned off. And I know don't judge a book by its cover or the trailers, but that's kind of what I got to go on. And I'm gonna to have to say Redbox on it.
2: Um, I don't, I'm, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I mean. Watching the trailer, it definitely gives you that sense of, oh, cool, and, you know, it's very kind of Disney-ish. And I'm a huge fan of George Clooney as well, but I just don't think I can justify going to the box office to see it. Uh, I think that I'll definitely rent it for sure. So Redbox for me.
0: Yep, and I'm in the same thing. I probably won't go to the box office to see it. It's one of those I can definitely wait for Redbox, so I will do that too. But you may have a different opinion on this other movie that's coming out on May 29th from Cameron Crowe. Starring Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone, we have Aloha. Cameron Crowe typically makes very good movies. I, it's one of those things I never see in the theater, but then I will rent later on. I go, hey, you know that was pretty good. And this will probably be the same for me too. I will definitely not go see it in the theater, but I may red box it just because of I've enjoyed some of other cam uh, some of other some of the other Cameron movies that have come out
3: in the past. Probably be a red box or a very late summer box office as in i can go in on the five dollar movie night which is now four dollars and 68 cents thanks to the movie tax change here in north carolina <laughs> but anyway this was strange but yeah i'm Redbox, chris
2: uh i'm a huge cameron crowe fan and i've seen almost all of his movies in the theater big we bought a zoo fan are you chris well, there are a few here and there that actually, it was, a good mark, it, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. I'm just messing the, with you. Yeah. <laughs> these types of Cameron Crowe movies are always to me good. And I love Emma Stone. I love Rachel McAdams, uh, you know, Bill Murray and Alec Baldwin are going to be in it too. I mean, it just has a great cast and it seems like a cool story. So hopefully since I have, if I have time, I'm going to put this as a box office for me because I'm hoping to see it in the theater.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Chris here because uh, this one really grabbed me by the trailers. Uh, you know, Cooper, Murray, Stone, I mean, and Cameron Crow. Uh, it, it's got a really good indie feel to it and a really good uh, vibe in, in the story. I'm gonna say box office myself.
0: If on that same weekend, does that mean that you're also going to go into the next theater and watch as a massive earthquake hits hits California and a rescue helicopter pilot sets out across the state to find his daughter, The Rock stars in san andreas this is the
2: one that i felt was probably going to be divisive but i am so there i am going to be in the freaking front row with a huge dude i
1: don't want to hear crap out of you from the rest of my life after that
2: if if the world is ending and there's disaster going on and the freaking rock is saving people you better damn believe i'm going to go see that movie looks i would i would
1: much rather be saved by bumblebee than the rock as much as i love the
2: Rock. You you lost your mind.
3: Maybe next year Dan there will be San Andreas starring Auto Transformers roll out. <laughs> that's Autobots. Roll Autobots. Out. Yes. Whatever.
1: <laughs> so i I'll, I'll go next and say even though I I love the rock and if you haven't seen uh what is that Lip Sync Battle that's on Spike now? Oh uh, yeah. I think, I think, dude that's awesome. If, if you haven't seen the uh yeah. the rock doing uh the, the Taylor Swift song uh Shake, shake it, it off. off! Oh, that was awesome. But I love The Rock. But this is this is freaking trash. I don't. I don't what? even want to be bothered. I don't even
2: want to hear anything <laughs> else from you. This entire podcast. You have no sense in that head of yours. I if mean, you called I, I, you Transformers: know, I, maybe, Age maybe of Extinction. Plus. Maybe trash plus.
1: But I mean, I have all these other <laughs> movies that I want to watch put the so, I mean, at the uh, <laughs> box i
2: Transformers: Age of Extinction. It's a box office pick. And you know yet, what? I would watch. I would watch
1: Transformers two before I'd watch Santa. Holy crap, dude! Oh my gosh. That is that's fighting words right there. That's just crazy.
3: All right, Marty. Marty, what do you save us here before they they go beat each other up?
0: <laughs> I know a lot of people don't like it, but actually, this is a Rotten Tomatoes influence on me. I have no clue about this movie, and I probably won't go see it in the theater. But depending on how the reviews are, it's either a red box or trash box.
3: Well, you got to pick. We we got one or the other.
0: Okay, right now, the way it looks, and <clears throat> just because
3: it's The Rock, I'll probably go trash.
2: You guys are all crazy. Good man, Marty.
3: <laughs> Chris, Chris, uh, yeah. do me a favor. Save me a seat. I'm right there. Yeah, just that's
2: like. what I'm talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad there's uh, some sense dis- in here. Uh,
3: hey, if, if it's a disaster film. I have I have seen them all. I went and saw that tornado one that you and I saw last yep, year together. Yep. You know that was in. Oh, I I love the disaster, and that's what I'm talking about on special effects.
2: Do you want to see? You want to see the entire West Coast of the United States slide into the ocean, and then they try to outrun a tsunami that's about to obliterate the Golden Gate Bridge? I'm gonna tell you right now, that's freaking cinema. I'm going to go see that. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, coming out on June 5th, uh, Jeremy Piven reprises his role as Entourage becomes to the big movie screen. Snore. I will say Trash because I I know Entourage was a really good show, but I never watched yeah, it. It was
2: great five years ago, but I mean, it's it totally yeah, irrelevant. I don't know anything about it. It's Trash Box for me. Yeah. I, trash. Trash.
3: Chris trash 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 next
2: what are you guys freaking kidding me entourage is one of the best shows in the last 10 years freaking sure <laughs>
1: we go. we awesome. gotta stay on dude, it dude i'm gonna first in line that it's it was great five years ago it's great now those guys rule this is gonna be a great movie sign me up i'm in the box office
2: we're gonna have to have your head examined after this podcast i think but anyway
1: <laughs> dude you know what t- you know what marty Rent, rent them, or I'm sure they've got to be on Netflix or something. It's, it, it is it's a great show. You, I think you'd enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I can. it's probably on VHS somewhere. Okay, here we go. Also, on June 5th, we have not chapter one or two, but chapter three of insidious
1: who greenlights this crap <laughs> i don't know because i have no <laughs> interest in
2: this. i haven't i haven't seen the first two even though i've i've seen them come up on netflix a million times that i'm like everybody seems to like it and i like horror stuff but i just can never push play for whatever reason so this will probably be maybe a red box eventually if i ever get around to seeing the first two
3: Tony you 're all over this right oh yeah i'm so all on horror <laughs> trash i mean i'm'm I'm with i'm with dan who 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 wrote the check behind this one? who was thinking this is going to be a, something everybody wants to go see when you've got entourage opening up the same
1: weekend as it, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you're the man. I, I will I will take you to Entourage.
0: Okay, well, if if, if a horror movie or a remake of uh, a TV show is not uh, in your liking, then maybe this is. Whoa, whoa whoa, as... whoa, whoa,
1: whoa.
3: Where's Dan and you? I didn't get
0: y'all Oh, I, I'm, oh I'm trash. trash. I said it at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, sorry, trash. I'm trash. Susan Cooper, played by Melissa McCarthy, is a CIA analyst when her partner, Jude Law, goes missing in action, and another agent takes his place, and she goes off on, on undercover with Jason Statham and Rose Burn. 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 Bur- Bur- Bur. Bur.
2: Who's hot, by the way.
0: The movie Spy.
1: And, and Marina Baccarina is in this as well. Sorry. Yes, she is.
3: Okay, why well, do I have that Macarena song going through my head now? <laughs> Earworm.
2: This looks hilarious. Like, I like Melissa McCarthy, and I know she's getting a little bit overexposed now because she seems to be in, like, everything. But uh, I didn't like Identity Thief. Or identity theft, or whatever it was called. I just felt like that movie just fell flat. But this one, watching the trailer, it just looks hilarious. And I love spy movies in general. But to kind of turn it on its head and have her kind of go in and be the fish out of water type story, it just looks fun to me. Uh, I definitely would. Do, I think I'd do box office. I'd like. I'd actually like to see this in the th- in the theater.
1: You might. You might just lose your card to be able to ever tell me any opinion on a movie ever again. After <laughs> <What>? that, <laughs> listen. I saw this movie when it was called Identity Thief. I saw it when it was called The Heat. I saw it when it was called Tammy. I saw it when, it, and now it's
2: going to be called Spy. So yeah, but Tammy, Tammy and Identity Theft or Thief or whatever it's called, those those were crap. But the Heat was funny. <sighs> you know what? I, um. I actually
1: do I do like her quite a bit, and the movie this movie does look pretty funny, and I love Jason Statham. We obviously love uh, uh, Baccarain. Uh, I I just I I can't waste my time. I I'll, I'll red box it.
0: At the most, it would be at the most it would be red box for me. Any reason why? <laughs> no, I I I I don't know. No, okay, trash box. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even find a reason to red box it at this point, unless somebody came up to me and said, "You really." Unless Chris comes up to me after he goes and pays his money in the theater to watch it and says, "You really got to see this movie,"
3: I doubt I will.
1: It, it might be at a double feature with San Andreas. They're, they're all going into the pit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, I, I, you know what? I, for me, it, it is also trash. I just, I cannot stand her. I can't stand the language. It's just not worth my time. The, about the only thing that can possibly save this is if Sean Connery, Roger Moore, and, um, oh, crap, who's the latest um, 007? Daniel Daniel Craig.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Daniel Craig. All showed up in that movie at the what same time. What about Timothy Dalton?
2: Poor Timothy Dalton.
3: Or Pierce Bronson. Or, yeah, well, um, yeah.
2: exactly. I uh-huh.
3: He made a decent run, at least. Yeah, he did. So, I mean, well, didn't Dalton give us um, Goldeneye?
2: No, that was Pierce Brosnan's first, yeah.
0: Which happens to be funny because that was that's on right now and Travis is in there watching it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an awesome movie. Another movie where Sean Bean dies.
2: Yep, he dies in a lot of
1: stuff. Yeah, everything. Isn't that like the, the big trope? He dies in everything? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it is. All right, so uh, because Hollywood cannot come up with the original idea, 22 years later, uh, they decided to, on June 12th, to release with Chris Platt starring Jurassic World. Now, the trailers look really, really good. Uh, Do you think this is a good idea? you think this is going to be just as big as the the first time around? Tony, what do you think?
3: Uh, I don't think it's going to be as big as the first time around. You cannot beat the the first Jurassic Park that was just an incredible movie. I think this will be a big box office, but um, for me, I'm going to have to say red box.
2: Well, it's got Jurassic in the name. So I'm, I'm there. So box office for me, however, I will leave the caveat is that I don't, I go into it with nice expectations. I don't expect it to be better than Jurassic park. There is hardly anything that's better than Jurassic park. That movie 22 years ago, Still stands up as one of the greatest movies of all time. And not only that, greatest, like, effects. Like, you look back at that movie now, the only thing that aged is that stupid Unix computer that, that Lex had to use. <laughs> <laughs> at the end uh, of the movie. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And the, and the Macs that play the, the video loops. It's just, the, the computer system itself is horrible. But the rest of the movie completely holds up. I'm hoping that they just latch on to the fun that was the original Jurassic Park, not the third one. So I'm. I have I have high hopes for this, but if it's got if it's got giant dinosaurs, I want to see it on the big screen.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, you, listen, you got Star Lord with a wild with a trained pack of Velociraptors. I'm in. Doesn't take much. <laughs> and also, I, I noticed that Vincent D'Onofrio is in this. Uh, BD Wong is back in there, and of course Bryce Dallas Howard is in this. So I mean, this looks good for me. It's is uh, well, Chris Platt become the Benedict Cumberbatch of American
0: actors? He's like in everything now.
2: Well, he's the hotness right now. Yeah, yeah. and he's very likable.
1: He's in every man. That's that's what makes him likable.
0: He is. He is. I, I totally agree. So uh, for me, it's it's I want to see it, but I can probably wait till it comes out on rental. So it'll be a uh, red box
1: for
2: me. Well, you'll miss out. We'll see you later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'll be you'll be one of ten people that haven't seen it in the theater by the end of the summer
2: well that's just
3: it how's it going to play yeah, I mean I'm waiting for the I'll be honest I, I am waiting on the reviews if they say you know it, it was up there with the original and not as good but up there with the original and you need to go see it in the theater then yeah I will probably go take you know go to the box office and check it out but the, Dan you kicked on the one thing that I think is keeping me out of the box office and that is him writing a Velociraptor. Okay, he didn't ride it, but that's beside the point. Yeah,
1: well, I agree. That's that's the one thing that was – it made you look at there and go, all right, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Oh, come on,
2: really? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Come on, suck it up. Oh, it'll still it'll still be awesome. Well, on
0: June 19th, it looks like it's time once again for Pixar to start printing money, and they're going to do that with the new animated movie coming out called Inside Out, where basically you're going to see what's happening inside the, a young girl named Riley and the motions that have their own personalities uh, I'll go ahead and start. For me, I don't know that I will see it in a the theater. I may, but I'm going to call it a box office. I've, I've enjoyed Pixar animation. I think the trailer so far look really funny. I like the people that are playing the voices like Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, uh, etc. So I'm going to say box office for
3: me. I am so in the box office for this one. Just the trailer alone talks to me about my my life. <laughs> where I'm sitting there, and the and the guy is sitting there. Oh, she said something. She needs my attention, and you know, oh, I nailed it. And he's idiot. You know, that's that is so me. But yes, that is definitely a box office for me. My me and my daughter and wife, we're, we're there.
1: You can't forget Louis Black as anger. Is there anybody in the world <laughs> better to, to, to play anger than that's Louis true. Black? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be a box office. I'll take my kids to see this probably like first weekend, and we'll we'll all enjoy it. It'll be a. It, it looks really good, and and it'll make more money than than anything i mean it, it it may have a chance to challenge avengers that's how much money this will probably make
2: oh me well i'm probably gonna lose a few people here but this is red box for me oh that's cool so it just yeah, I, sure. it doesn't like i love pixar i absolutely love everything they've done but watching the trailer yeah, it was funny but i don't know the overall like i don't know it just didn't give me the same kind of like i need to see this in the theater field that i've seen from others but i'm sure it's going to do amazing so but red box for me.
0: You know, there's nothing that sells more than a foul mouth talking teddy bear. <laughs> and on June 22nd, we're going to get more of that as Seth MacFarlane comes back with his sequel to the popular Ted with Ted
3: 2. Oh, this is so you cannot get it in the trash box fast enough for me. <laughs> that one, I'll admit one kind of... Grew on me but then no not really so no i i cannot even (laughs) fathom going and even watching this movie
2: uh this will be a red box for me um i'll definitely watch it but i won't go to the theater to see it i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely horrible it's 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 not it's not
1: if you will go if you would go to the theater to see it
2: no, I would not go to the theater to see Red to Ted Two. I would definitely. This is a rent. This is a classic rental. I mean, I mean you're gonna be look. There's gonna be a night again, like I said, where I'm drunk and bored. And I'm like, ah, eh, Ted Two. This is gonna be awesome. So you know, I'll rent it and it'll it'll be fun. And I'll pay two dollars for it instead of twenty to go to the theater.
1: And I, I think I've given away. I'm gonna actually say box office. And and here's why. Oh my god. No, here's why. Wow. wow. No, no. Put put that yeah. stuff away. <laughs> this is um <laughs> this is actually uh, w- one of the last movies I went to see with my father before he passed away oh, okay. so uh, okay. so it kind of okay. has a special it it was kind of it right. was kind of funny because me and my dad had some you know we we're, you know we're guys and he was you know my dad never married again so we had some pretty crude humor and had some fun you know just two guys uh, we were laughing and just being in the theater during ted to see the group of of old ladies behind us that got up and walked out in the first 10 minutes was it, <laughs> what you, were they expecting oh my god i have no idea even the trailers before ted were raunchy I mean, there was nudity. I'm not even kidding. There was nudity in one of the trailers before the, the, the TED when we went to see it. It was hilarious. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's funny. I mean, I love uh, Mark Wahlberg, obviously, and, and, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, everything obviously. else. I mean, you got Patrick Warburton. Uh, I mean, you got Flash frickin' Gordon is in the movie again. Sam Jones is back again. I mean, it's uh, it, it'll be terrible, and it'll but it'll be funny. It'll be perfect. Like, like I said, normally I would say what what Chris said, just another drunken night, would board in front of the TV. What what we here in North Carolina like to call Thursday, so. right, <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, it, it has a special place in my heart, and, and I think it'll be pretty funny for me. It's
0: going to be it's going to be trash box. Seth McFarlane is just one of those guys. He just kind of goes. For me personally, he kind of goes over the top with his with his humor. For me, I think there's some funny stuff that he's done, but typically just Pushes the envelope just a little too much for me. So I didn't see the first one, so it'll be it'll be trash for me. But here's one that we we'll probably, well, I don't know. Mm. We may not all agree on this one. On July 1st, 1st, which is going to be probably the big, okay, maybe the next one will be the big July 4th movie. But this one, <laughs> <laughs> we're looking at the list because oh, we know what's coming up. So, yeah. The fourth movie in the installment includes Time Travel, Dangerous New Enemies, and Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator Actually, this is the Genesis. fifth, by the way. Oh, then this, this blurb that I have is wrong. Who did the editing for this? After four feature films. Okay, yes, this is the fifth. My bad. Okay, so anyway, so Terminator Genesis with Arnold coming back.
3: Tony, no, Dan, you jump in here while I gather my thoughts on this.
1: Well, <laughs> you guys, you guys will probably kill me. I, I'm actually going to say Redbox. I mean, I, I do love the Terminator films. Uh, that and this is another one where the second trailer kind of killed me on it because it it's so convoluted and 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 the story itself is like watching Lost. It was just so much wacky things are thrown, you know, these plot twitches. Let's
2: I, not bring Lost into this, okay? Uh, I don't want to have to get into brutal. a 30 minute argument with you anyway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, I mean, I mean, I'm sure the uh, the special effects on a big screen would probably look good. So, I mean, this isn't one where I would say Redbox to the death because I, you know, if, if we were if, if it was another Thursday night, Chris, and, and and I'm just sitting at home, and you call me up and say, let's go to the movies and see Terminator, I'm like, all right, cool. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not San Andreas against this. Ooh, oh come! Oh, that was a low <laughs> but, blow. But I, but I'm I'm just I'm just Redbox. But but again, I could be convinced. I am
2: borderline Trashbox. But I'll red box Ooh, it. wow. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm being hard on it. But the Terminator series has just gone to crap. And this one doesn't look like it's going to make it any better. It just, you know, I'd much rather go and, and watch Judgment Day again, which is one of the best action movies of all time, uh, than have to sit through another very, very disappointing outing with the Terminator franchise. Wait, so you didn't you didn't even like two? No, that's what I'm saying. Judgment Day is
1: number two. Right, okay, I'm sorry. I, th- I was just thinking of, uh, all right, sorry.
2: No, 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 Judgment Day is... That's the best in the series, obviously. When the original was great, especially for its time. It does age itself a little bit, but it's still a great, like, relentless stalker trying to kill you type of movie, which is... Um, and it has Michael Bean in it, who, of course, is amazing. Oh, he's but, awesome. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, after number two, it just kind of... Everything fell off the rails, and I think as a number five movie, it doesn't really do anything different. It's like, oh, well, all of a sudden, we've gone back in time again, and now instead of this, this happens. And I, I don't know, I just... I'm, I'm, I keep my expectations low for it, but I'm, I'm still going to red box it because, you know, if it's his Terminator on it, I'll watch it, which, uh, which is what they're banking on with most people. But I would not box office this one.
0: Tony, have you collected your thoughts? I have, but you go ahead, sir. Okay. Uh, so for me, um, I have the same fear that Chris has. It will probably be a red box, but I'll probably be going to see it at the box office because, again, my son Travis is huge into these 80s sci-fi movies, and he is challenging to see this one along with Mad Max. So I'll probably be in the theater, but I'm not sure it's going to be worth it.
3: I understand. I'm going to say Redbox and only if I have a rent one, get one free coupon from a text message.
1: Oh, wow.
3: I know. That's how Redbox is going to get me with that one.
0: So as couples go into the theater on July 1st, it may be as they walk in, the guys may go to the theater on the left and the women may be going to the theater on the right (laughs) to check out Magic Mike XXL. Three years after Mike quit his stripper life, the remaining kings of Tampa Want to end their careers. However, they want to go out in a good way with one last big performance.
2: <laughs> Total box office, man. I'm so there. Oh,
3: goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Seriously, do, what, what do we need to rank here? Come on. Please. This one will be quick. Okay, Marty? Oh, trash. Oh, trash. Yeah, here hear you. Trash for me.
2: Oh, of course, trash. I'm going to red box it. Well, who said
3: something about Man Card earlier? <laughs>
2: I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, total trash. None of us are going to see that movie. Oh, but, I'm and, and, not, and it's not because we don't uh, have faith in our manhood. It's just simply, I, you know, Chan Tatum's great. He, I saw 22 Jump Street this past weekend, and w- it was freaking hilarious. So there's gonna, this movie's gonna still going to make a lot of money, but it's not going to be off of us for.
0: Well, maybe you want to go see an animated movie, because on July 10th, After being such a hit on Despicable Me One and Two, the Minions now have their own movie. Oh, this
2: movie's going to make so much money! Oh yeah.
0: So you think it's you think it's obviously it's a cash cow, but do you think it'll be a good cash cow?
3: All right, I'll go first here. I'll I'll help us out. This will be a definite box office for me. My me and my daughter. This we may even go to the midnight showing if they have one, just to avoid the little people.
1: (laughs) At least you're politically correct on that one.
3: Thank you. Um, But for me, (laughs) Sandra Bullock. Is the, is the evil woman. I love the minions. They're, that's my kind of slapstick humor. So uh, we're, we're, we are so there. So box office for me.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's going to be box office, and I'm sure it'll be decent. But here's my, my theory on, on the minions. Now, they're funny. They're, they're kind of like the Penguins of Madagascar. Like in a movie like Madagascar, they are probably the best thing of the movie, but when they're by themselves in like a TV show or a movie, there's, it's just too much of them. And they're not quite as funny as they are when they're just the the comic relief. I think that's kind of the way that I am with the minions. Like I won't necessarily enjoy it as much as I enjoy, uh, you know, Despicable Me one or two, but, but I'll probably go, I'll go see it in a, in the theater. Cause my kids will love it. And and it'll be enjoyable enough.
2: That, let me let me cap off a little bit of what you're saying there, Dan. This is kind of a funny example. But, yeah, you, you take something that is good in the flavor of another soup, and then you separate that ingredient and put it in its own kind of, like, spotlight. It tends to fall apart. And a good example of that, and I don't know that anything would have saved this anyway, but this weekend we watched an Ewoks movie. <laughs> you admitted that i know we, we watched the battle for endor and it was just as horrible as you'd imagine it would be it had Wilford brimley in it as a crusty old dude it gets it gets it takes a dark turn too by the way but but when you separate out and you got to watch two hours of wicket you realize exactly how freaking creepy the ewoks are to just with that much exposure you're seeing wicket he never blinks there's no life in the eyes and it's just creepy um, so the minions, again, it's like, it happens whenever they, they pull something out like the penguins and the minions myself, I will, uh, this will be a red box. For
1: did me did you not see Endor when it was, when you were a kid? On, I think it was on ABC or something?
2: You know, I could not remember if I'd seen it or not, but honestly, it didn't make enough of, of or it didn't scar me enough as a child for me to remember it, but uh, um, I may have seen the first one, which was Caravan of Courage, because it came out first. We didn't watch that one.
1: Yeah, I think there was there were there were two Ewok movies. There were two, yeah.
2: right. This one was the later one, so I might have been a little bit uh, outgrown my Ewok phase, so I probably didn't watch it.
3: And by, by the way, people, we're still talking about Minions. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: squirrel. <Sorry>. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel! squirrel,
3: Squirrel! <laughs> squirrel! Marty, Minions. What are you doing?
0: <clears throat> Definitely uh, Redbox. I think they're funny, but but I can probably just wait on that. Thing is, though, can you wait on this? A wealthy man's dying from cancer and undergoes a surgery where his consciousness is transferred to the body of a healthy young man. But danger awaits as he start to starts to uncover the mystery of the body's origin in the movie Selfless. Now... The fact that it has that sounds really good, but then you see Ryan Reynolds is in it, and then you could realize it could be really bad. Hey now,
2: hey, you shut your mouth. He was the he's the what? only good part of Green Lantern besides the core.
1: I have a I have a man crush on Ryan Reynolds. He's another one of my favorite actors, and hey. it I still say Red Box. movie <laughs> really looks decent enough, but it just looks like it's it's a movie that it'll be it'll have you going for like the first uh, you know maybe two acts, and then it looks like it's just gonna just completely fall apart. That's my prediction, but but yeah, I say Redbox.
2: Uh, I am going to put it as a box office for me. Wow, it's just, okay. it's just one of those movies that falls in my wheelhouse. Like I love, uh, you know, the, the kind of the near future sci-fi stuff when you kind of play around with uh, perceptions of reality as well, and like what it means. I mean, it's just it opens up. I know I'm getting getting a little deep, but especially for a sci-fi blockbuster for the summer. But I think that. I, well, ryan reynolds i think he does a great job you're right he occasionally he's in these really stinkers but but i just love ryan reynolds and it also falls into that line of these types of sci-fi movies are ones that i really like and it has enough meat behind the story especially with ben kingsley being in it that uh i think box office for me
3: uh this is going to be a probably a red box for me i almost said trash box but i think it's going to be Red box, if I remember to check it out, because it's 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 sandwiched in here between another really big movie that weekend.
0: Uh, yeah, at the most, Red box for me, and that may be just on the opinions of others who went and spent money at the box office and can let me know how it is. But yes, I am looking forward to Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool because. He's the guy that can pull that off, and if done right, Deadpool could be an amazing movie, but we'll find out about that next year. But what about another Marvel comic that is going to be coming to the big screen, and that is going to be Paul Rudd playing con man Scott Lang in Ant-Man?
2: I mean, I'm, I'll am go first. Box office. I'm there. Opening night. I mean, it's got Marvel on it. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm box office. I'm,
1: I'm in. I'm I'm not hard to convince when it comes to superheroes. Even even uh, Marvel superheroes I'm in. <laughs> even.
0: <laughs> Tony?
3: Uh this will be a box office, but for some odd reason I cannot shake the, something about inner space. I don't
1: know what what it is. <laughs> I'm what are you trying to say Interspace was not good? No, I'm
3: not saying that. Okay. I'm just saying uh, Listen, I don't you don't want you don't want any part of set?
1: You don't want any part of Dennis Quaid. He I hear he's a little wi- live wire these days.
2: <laughs> I don't want anybody talking about Interspace. It's one of the best movies of all time. All right? That's amazing.
0: Well, for me, it channels my "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," but you know that's probably just a different thing. Especially when he's like writing on back of the fly, you know, with the writing on back of the bee in "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids." Uh, for me, it's a, it's a box office. This is one of the Marvel movies, and to be honest with you, since since Iron Man one, they haven't gone wrong for me, so I'll keep trusting them until they do something Shouldn't bad.
2: Shouldn't you
1: guys be talking about the Incredible Shrinking Woman? Isn't that more about your? Your, your your age? Yes.
3: Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, that's Lily Tomlin. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know. It was good. I'm just just giving him grief. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, I thought... <laughs> wow, I, I, <laughs> it's cold, <man. laughs> That's okay. That is pretty cold. <laughs> we're we're okay with that, and we understand. We embrace it, Mr. I've joined the same decade Yeah, I club.
1: sure have joined a 40 club.
3: Yeah, you have. Bring it on, big boy. I hear you.
0: Well, you know, it, you know. Well, again, it's maybe one of those things to where uh, if you go in with you know your spouse, your significant other, and they may not have interest in Ant Man, they might have interest in Trainwreck. From a very young age, Amy has been taught that monogamy isn't realistic. But falling for the subject of a magazine's article, she's writing puts her worldview to the test. Movie uh, directed by a Judge. How do you pronounce it? Judge Aptopo. Aptopo, Thank a- you.
1: Apito. Apito. Sorry. Apto, Apto? I just knew it was yes. Judge, not Judge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um it's got it's got some it's got some good uh people in it. I I guess is it a romantic romantic comedy? I haven't seen a lot on this movie. Yet. Yep. It is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This is actually written this is actually written by Amy Schumer.
2: Yeah, which means it's probably going to be pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yes. Now, anybody out there listening who has not heard of Amy Schumer or maybe is kind of slightly familiar, uh, look up her stand-up. She is hilarious, and she's a little raunchy, obviously, but uh, she's really, really funny, and she's really hot, too. She's strangely hot, but she's really hot. She's really <laughs> funny, and Bill Hader is one of the Ooh. funniest comedians out there right now as well. So this, this movie is going to be pretty funny. I'm going to say box office on this. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be a, a really, really good quaint, Good Maybe there There might even be That sort of subtle humor we, My wife and I Like going to movies Like this Because there'll be There'll be humor In movies like this Where we're the only ones Laughing in a theater Because it's subtle And you don't really Necessarily get It's like that Third level humor mm-hmm. You guys are kind of Like the same way as, mm-hmm. as we were Where You kind of get it But people around you Don't And, and that's kind of Why I like people Like uh, Hater and Schumer
2: um, for train wreck, I will, I mean, I think this will be a, a red box for me, although I think it's going to be really good. And, and people who want to go see a movie like this of the summer picks that we've seen so far, this will probably be your winner. because it it's got Judd Apatow and Amy Schumer is great. Um, I think she has very intelligent writing. She also has a, a kind of a quirky sense of humor and she is like Dan said, oddly attractive. The, the real, the term is strangely hot. Strangely <laughs> hot, yes. Strangely hot. But yes, I will agree with that. But but it'll be a red box for me.
0: Yeah, and uh, for me, if, if anything, it, it would be red box. I just may rely on reviews and what other people say about it.
3: I'll, I'll probably be doing red box with this one as well. It's not high on the radar. haven't really seen a whole lot of trailers about it, and or it hasn't been talked up. If anything, it may be in our artsy theater around here, Marty.
1: I don't know. It's, one of it's probably them. got a low budget, though. That's <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, mm-hmm. when you give somebody like Amy Schumer, you know, some control in the fact that you're doing a, a first-time writer a movie on it. That's probably why they, they haven't really had a whole lot of money to put a lot of advertising into it. So that's probably what what it might be. And,
3: and it could be the summer surprise. Could be. Could be. Uh, won't
0: Won't be the summer surprise is the next movie we have on our list because it's been postponed to the fall. The movie Pan, uh, which was supposed to be a live action of Pan from uh, Peter Pan, has actually been postponed till October. So, guess what? I didn't We're realize gonna that. We're not going to talk about it. Wow.
1: I didn't realize that. As, as of two days ago, it was moved. Ah, got it. Well, Boy, that, that's a shame.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which we can, we can move on to the next movie, which might be the best, worst movie of the summer. A group of video game characters attack New York City, and video game experts are hired by the government to deal with this threat. Starring Kevin James, Adam Sandler, Peter Dinklage, Michelle Monaghan, Monaghan, and Monaghan. Jane-
2: yeah. Wow,
0: Marty, that's awful. And Jane Krakowski and Pixels.
2: I'm gonna tell you flat out right now, this is the most ridiculous premise for a movie that I've ever, ever seen come out of Hollywood. And that said, I am so going to see this movie. <laughs> but isn't it based on, on a book, though? Isn't it based on a book? Isn't that where they got it from? No, I don't know where they got it. They got it from the just the strangest depths of Hollywood insanity that they came up with. Is like, let's make it so that aliens are attacking using classic video game. Who comes up with that? But you watch it, and you think, it starts to be, like, if you watch the trailer, it gets serious, and then all of a sudden you see Adam Sandler, and you're like, oh, okay, They're they're not taking themselves seriously, and they're, like, having fun with it. And then the rest of the trailer just gets freaking ridiculous and amazing. So, yeah, box office for me, 100%.
3: (laughs) Whoa, whoa, I was not expecting that. That one, came really,
2: box office? (laughs) Oh, totally, totally. I mean, if it's that ridiculous, I have to see it at the theater because, you know what, being audacious and putting that cast together and then having a premise like that, it's like, they're just daring you to see it. And I, will, you know what? I'm going to take that dare. So.
3: <laughs> it ain't nothing to you, – you, you got $12 to just give them, don't you?
2: That's right. Exactly. I mean, I'll, I'll say, like, here's your tip. Thank you for making this piece of crap that's going to be fun for two hours. And I have no idea where you got this idea. But here you go. I'll, I'll say box,
1: but, but if Chris is buying a popcorn, I'm in. I'll go to the – I'll see it in a box office. See, I, I don't mind movies that you have to shut your brain off and that are really bad. Hell, I like Grown Ups. I, I actually thought that that was a bunch of guys just okay, having fun. Okay, this, this, this listen, interview listen, is over. Listen to me. That's just, a, <laughs> that's just a movie where people are just having fun, and it's just a stupid movie where you could sit there and laugh for a little bit. That's kind of what you want, and that's what Pixels is going to be. It's going to be a kinda real Kind of like
0: Transformers.
2: Stupid- <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be absolutely ridiculous.
3: Um, I'm going to have to say Redbox on this one because – it's it will draw me in. I've got it is a train wreck. You're gonna to have to watch it. You got to see how this goes. And you know what, Dan, I like grown ups too.
1: See, Tony is my man.
3: <laughs> uh, we're moving on.
0: Uh, so for for me, it's uh, for nostalgic reasons. I'll I'll have my butt sitting there in the theater watching. It may be awful, but. I'm going to go, I remember playing that as a kid. So it's more for nostalgia than me than expecting a really good movie. But that it'll be box office for me, but it may not be worth it. Will the next movie be worth it, though? Coming out, Eminem stars as a down-and-his-luck welterweight boxer who has to fight his way back to the top. In this Sony Pictures MGM release, Southpaw. Wait,
2: Eminem? Did you say Eminem?
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's how we say it here. Uh,
0: No,
1: it's it's
2: it's Eminem.
1: It's Jake Gyllenhaal.
2: It's Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Well then, why in the world does this
0: say Eminem right here? <laughs> <laughs> Get this on the movie site. It says that
1: you're kidding me. Yeah, that is
0: crazy, and you're, and, and you're right. I've, I clicked over some other place. Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm so sorry because the, I'm the only like, place okay. to look
1: for movie information is IMDb, Marty.
0: Okay, it's funny because I'm like looking at this and going, "Man, Eminem is ripped."
1: But, okay. <laughs> but it's still pretty impressive that Jake Gyllenhaal got got that ripped. Yeah, it
0: is. Okay, so how about uh, I'm sorry. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's what I have. I have like three pieces of documents I'm going through here to try to get all these synopses straight in front of me. So I apologize for
3: that. Yeah. So what do you think, Marty? Is it Where is it on your scale here? A trash. trash, trash box. I won't go see this. Right.
0: It, 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 unless it's one of those things, it, Maybe it maybe turns out to be an Academy Award winner, but just the, the premise right off the top of the bat just doesn't appeal to me at all.
1: I, this was one of the ones where I kind of wavered on because I wavered between Redbox and Trash, but... It's just another one of those movies. I, I mean, I like Rachel McAdams. Jake Gyllenhaal can take or leave. It's just it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. I, I'm going to say trash
2: box. You know, ultimately. Um, I will say Red Box only because I know eventually I will probably rent it and watch it. But it's again one of those oh another boxing movie, and then you start watching the the trailer and it's like it's just so freaking depressing. Um. It's like I got to be in the right mood again, probably drunk and in front of the TV, and be like, "All right, it's time for a tearjerker. Let's let's watch this guy lose everything he ever loved in his entire life." And um, but yeah, probably red. It would definitely not be a box office for me.
3: All right, for me, I'm leaning towards you know trash box as well. I mean, there's so many other good boxing movies out there, including all the Rockies. So why not watch that instead? Okay, so I'm I'm going trash box here.
2: Agreed.
0: So, moving on, oh, again, because uh, Hollywood just can't think of anything original, we get to see Tom Cruise come back again as Ethan Hunt on July 31st in Mission Impossible 5.
2: Rogue Nation. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> I mean, I must admit, I enjoyed, I've enjoyed. i enjoyed the Mission Impossible movies, um, some of them, uh, but it's getting kind of long in the tooth for me. It's going to be, it's it's red box just because I've seen the others and there's some interesting action sequences and stuff. But for me, it's going to be red box
3: for me. This is so box office. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably the only guy on this show right now that probably enjoys watching Tom Cruise in a movie. All right. I don't
2: know. I'm with you, brother. I love Tom Cruise. I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you guys up too. I enjoy Tom Cruise. All
3: right. Well, but but see, for me, I I love the Mission Impossible. I love the TV show. I have enjoyed all the Mission Impossibles. I even thought the part where you know, I mean, I, the Dubai thing. I thought that was great. So I'm I'm excited about the action from that. I, I'm definitely going to be box office.
1: You know, going into the last Mission Impossible, I I totally did not want to watch the last one. It just completely the series was just crap to me you know from from for a while and then the last one actually i thought it was actually decent you know uh it, it impressed me i love simon Pegg, love tom cruise uh and since i like the last one i'm willing to give this one a shot and and the, again the trailer was really good so hey box office
2: i have never i have never seen a bad mission impossible movie so box office for me
3: so you're you're there too so marty we'll let you know how it is <laughs>
2: yeah please do and,
0: and, may, and maybe you'll talk me into uh uh going to see it because maybe who knows maybe that same weekend i'm walking in and watching yet another vacation movie as chevy <laughs> chase comes back to make a another vacation movie but this time his next son is now all grown up I, I don't know i loved i loved the vacation movies but
2: yeah i couldn't find a trailer for this me either yeah i couldn't find i one couldn't either, either.
3: Which is bad. That's that's
0: uh, not a good yeah, sign right it's there.
2: That's not a good sign at all. So
3: are you saying that maybe Pan should have come on out and they moved vacation? What?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe so. And Ed Helms is who's playing his son, Rusty Griswold. And Christina Applegate is going to be his wife.
2: Well, I mean, that, I mean, it's a good cast. Yeah, And, and Thor is in it.
1: Yep, that's right. Yeah.
0: And Beverly D'Angelo is looking like she's had like $10,000 worth of plastic work done to her face. But, you know.
1: <laughs> and probably other places as well.
3: So is this like a, a board game that we would go and try to find something good to say about it? Is that what I'm hearing here you know
1: actually like- i I would uh, I'd redbox this because I mean it's got nostalgia for us, but and who knows? maybe it's funny I mean've they've got, they've got a lot of tropes of the va- of vacation to go with, and it, all you have to do is just tell all the same jokes as the original and I, and I think it, it brings it to a new generation and, and nostalgia people like us we might enjoy it so redbox.
2: I don't know I'm so protective of the vacation like first like the first one and and Christmas vacation are two of the best comedies ever put out Mm -hmm. the first one is just absolute classic um I just don't know that it's going to translate well to this new cast and though I do like Ed Helms and I like and I like Christina Applegate a lot Ed Helms didn't he do the meet the Millers that was the last one he did
1: no that was I see that no, that's that wasn't Ed Helms. Oh. Uh, it wasn't. Was I totally oh no, it I'm was. thinking. No, you're probably right. Um, I'm here, I'm in, gonna, anyway,
2: that movie was horrible.
1: So I'll just throw that out. You're there. talking about the and one I'm, with uh, uh, with Jennifer Aniston.
2: Yeah, one with Jennifer no, Aniston.
1: no, that's that's the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're the worst. Yeah, I'm Apparently, gonna fall, well, pull it up. You know, somebody else talk. I'll I'll get it. I'll have. Okay. It oh wait,
2: well, Ed Ed Helms has been in the uh, the. Um, The Bachelor... Not The Bachelor Party. It wasn't Vegas. What are they called? (laughs) Oh, uh... God, we're like senile old men on this program right now. (laughs) The
0: Bachelor Party movie. The, um... The Bachelor Party? Yeah. uh, When they go on... Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we can't remember this.
2: I know. They've only made 18 of them. It's funny,
1: Chris. So, Chris... You're, you're right. It was Ed Helms is in it, but the man that's the, the real guy in it is Jason Sudeikis. That's what I was thinking.
2: Oh, Jason Sudeikis. That's right. Because I thought, I mean, I was what I was expecting more out of that movie, and it just didn't deliver for me. But anyway, Ed Helms has been a lot of different things. He's always pretty good, but at the same time, is he enough now to really like greenlight and star as like the the main star taking over the Griswold family franchise? I just I think it's probably just going back to the well one too many times. In the movie we're fumbling over is The Hangover oh my hangover. god i can't oh believe we god. couldn't
0: think of that we are old we are uh, old
2: sorry
3: i'm sorry i never saw the hangover so i have no idea what that was uh, I mean, you're, first you're, ones missing ones
1: you're missing out you're missing out i, I haven't seen the so. third one but the first one is, is exactly. excellent the second one is
3: eh. so so we got a red box for dan what do we got for chris red i'll box go
2: I'll red, red box for it, just because i'm just to satiate my curiosity i, I want to get back to this you didn't like we are the millers
1: Oh, they're just—it wasn't good at all. Oh, I thought it was pretty funny. And
3: whoa, 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 whoa—that's the one where, you know, it had its moments. Dan, I, I did s- see that one, but
1: again, uh- shut your shut your mind off and just watch a stupid comedy that has no realism whatsoever.
2: It's just so ridiculous and so—I don't know—I'm just like there are much better comedies to watch than this. I'm fine with shutting my my brain off for a while, but this one just—it just didn't work. Well, oh, I mean, it reminds me—I mean, things like this and and horrible bosses.
1: You know, they're movies that are just supposed to be ridiculous and just raunchy humor, and, and I, I think I thought it worked. Anyway, squirrel,
3: squirrel, no problem. So, Marty, what are you going to do with
0: vacation? Uh, for vacation, maybe for nostalgic reasons, it'll be Red Box, and that is pretty much it. So now that leads us up to the seventh of August, which is going to be the last superhero movie that is coming out. When we have, well. If you didn't like Fantastic Four the first time around, maybe you'll like it this time <laughs> around.
3: <laughs>
0: so right now, because it's a superhero movie, I'm leaning towards box office. But all it takes is just a couple really bad things for me to hear about it in order to go straight to Red Box.
1: Well, all you have to do is go look at your Rotten Tomatoes, and it'll be at, at 12%. And in the second day, it doesn't matter if it's good or not. It'll be bad just because people just mm. hate Fantastic Four no matter what. It might as well be directed by michael bay that 's how much hate it'll be, be got <laughs> it'll, it'll get I, I don't i didn't mean to interrupt whoever was going to go next i you know what it's superheroes it's fantastic 4 i'll go to the box office what the hell remember time and money are no object i'm going. I want to see it on a big screen now. I do have a problem with the trailer, and I do have a problem with some of the special effects. Now, th- this may be something we may need to save for later, but I don't like the way, and I, and, and I hate to say this, I hate to say that I don't like the way the thing looks in the trailer because I, I want to. I don't have anything to say how I would do him, so it's kind of hard for me to say I don't like the way they do him. So it's it's just hard. I, I, maybe if maybe if we see it in action, it'll look better.
3: Uh, this will be a box office for me because. Uh- I know you all, y'all have your favorite comics, but the Fantastic Four was probably one of my favorite comic book series. So, yes, who was it? Jessica Alba was the original Invisible Woman.
2: Yeah, she was a- oh yeah, no, she was a horrible Sue Storm. I don't care how pretty she is. It's a horrible choice. Anyway, go ahead. I agree.
3: I under I understand that, but you know, still, I, I enjoy the Fantastic Four. I enjoy. I, I just hope they don't screw up the origins if they're going to go back that far. You, you, if you screw that up, then it's out for me. Complete. It can go from. We
0: know it's you know it's not them going out on a spaceship, right? They have changed that part. This is
2: multi-dimensional. This is more like the negative uh, negative zone than it is uh, space.
3: Interdimensional travel. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa! Is it? Do they even get? belted by gamma rays i know that's the whole but
0: i well i don't know but it's not them out in space it's it's interdimensional travel it looks like they land on a planet or something so maybe they do get belted by some sort of radiation but well if yeah that's what yeah
2: what is isn't it more like chris isn't the ultimate ultimate fantastic four it's more closer to the ultimate fantastic four but but i mean i didn't mean to i don't want to interrupt yet i'll give my my no go for it go i'm done go ahead it's
1: either box
3: office but if they screw up the origin it's trash box so chris what you got
2: I am box office with the rest of you guys, but my heart says trash box because I just have not been happy with any news that has come out of this production. I wasn't happy with the trailer. I'm not happy with the possibility, again, like you said, Tony, of of screwing up the origin story because the Fantastic Four are some of my – it's, again, top of my comics list. I used to read them all the time. I'm very protective of it, and I was very disappointed in the first two movies, Um, even though nothing can be worse than the Roger Corman one. But, <laughs> it, but I do respect Roger Corbin, so I love watching that as an example of how not to do things. So that's pretty cool. Um, I, I have to box office it, but I still have the same reservations here. as far, I just don't want – like the thing, uh, it's fine. I don't know. I just I, – I want, I, I want to go see it because it's Fantastic Four. I just don't have high hopes.
0: I'm throwing you guys a curve. Uh, This is not on the list that was sent out to you, but I think this is one of those movies that might actually end up being somewhat good. Have you heard of the movie's mastermind? A security guard for an armored car company stages a bank heist, and this is based on a true story that happened here in the South. And it stars Kristen Wiig, Zach Galifianakis, Jason Sudeikis, and Owen Wilson.
1: Not only in the South, did it happen in North Carolina, too? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Was it okay? Yeah. So the the story is for anybody by inherited several years ago or many years ago. There was a armored truck that was, uh, or or a bank that was had seventeen million dollars stolen. And what happened was the people who stole it weren't that bright. They stole it, but they weren't that bright afterwards as they started spending the money like crazy. And obviously when that happened, they got tracked down. So they've now based it a comedy off this. So I don't know if I'm I know I'm throwing you guys for a loop, but I saw the trailer today. And I I will say this, that for those who watch that trailer, just know southerners do not talk like that. Okay, that's Hollywood, <laughs> right? We do not sound like they do in that trailer.
2: I hate listening to they, Southern they accents totally movies. They no, totally do. They no, they don't. They do not. I can even I can even tell. Like my ears are so attuned to southern accents that I can tell if somebody is from Tennessee, what part of North Carolina they're from, if they're from South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama. I can pick all the distinct accents out, and none of those accents are what you hear in Hollywood. It drives me nuts. That's why I didn't want to watch Cold Mountain. I was like, "What do a bunch of Australians know about talking about talking Southern?" It <laughs> just all going to do is annoy me for two hours. So it just, I, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. So, so anyway, I, I,
0: if y'all have an opinion, that's fine for me. It's probably Redbox because it just looks funny with who's in it. And what's funny is Zach Galifianakis is from the South. But obviously, he's really playing up his accent in this movie.
1: <laughs> it's from what, Goldsboro?
2: Yeah, he went to NC State, too. Yep. Yeah, he went to NC State, yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got Kristen Wiig, Owen Wilson, Jason Sudeikis, who I love, Galifianakis, Kate McKinnon, uh, who's on SNL, one of the brights of I SNL. I love right
2: Kate McKinnon. She's yeah. so funny. I
1: mean, I, I'll go Redbox, too. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd waste time in the theater to see it, but it, it does, definitely looks funny enough
2: where I would see it at Redbox. I would definitely red box it for sure. I don't think I'd pay to go to the theater, but the, but the cast sounds awesome and the premise sounds great. Yeah, so
3: I, a good comedy red box here. I mean, the Loomis uh, heist, you know, it, it's a comedy in itself, and if they put the um, big house on the lake with the black uh, velvet Elvis in it that uh, that'll make it <laughs> <laughs> and that actually happened
1: you No, know, that actually happened that's what's funny I mean how could you be so stupid to spend so much money right after you steal it it's it's hilarious
0: um, on August uh, 14th a remake of a classic uh, TV spy series from the 60s uh, film that centers on a CIA agent who teams up with a KGB operative to thwart a terrorist threat the man from uncle I'll go
3: first here that will a box office for me.
1: Can anybody tell me what real real fast what does Uncle stand for? Oh,
2: no, man. I, I, oh man, I don't know. I used to watch it like on reruns but man, I don't know what it stands for and I'm a spy geek.
1: United Network Command for Law and Enforcement.
2: Yeah, that's right, yeah. It was a playoff, it's one of the reasons why like um, S.H.I.E.L.D. came around because Man from Uncle actually influenced a lot of reasons why they greenlit um, uh, Nick Fury agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And even the acronym for it. So it's just, I love that type of just flavor. And I, I, I love that they're playing it up. And I hope Army Hammer finally finds something he can shine in instead of the Lone Ranger. Um, <laughs> yep.
1: so. and, and it's made by Guy Ritchie, which so it's, you know, it's going to be a little wacky.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and I tell you what, uh, he is Superman through and through. And, he, and Superman is in this. And you just watch the trailer and all you see is Superman. When you watch it, because he just looks so much like Superman, and I, I would say I, I said Redbox for this, but again I, I could be convinced to go to the box office just because it's it's funny, it's cheeky. Um, yeah, I, I, I give it a Redbox. Now, can, does anybody know who in the original series? Do you remember who the, the two main guys were? Because this is probably uh, this is even before your your guys' time, probably.
3: Yes, uh,
0: yes, it yes. was. Thank you.
2: It's uh, Robert. Uh, what's his name? Was Napoleon Solo? Um, Robert oh, Vaughn, his last name. Robert Vaughn, yes. Yep. Robert. Vaughn. And the other, does anybody know the other guy? Oh, I don't remember his that actor's name.
1: It's David McCollum, who is Ducky from NCIS. Yes,
2: the, the right. old guy
1: okay. in NCIS is uh, the yep. other guy in it. Yep. So
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't watch NCIS because I'm not old enough to watch that. Okay, so moving right <laughs> along. So what's the other people? So we got Redbox for Dan. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, for For me, it's going to be um, it's going to be a uh, uh, hmm. I don't know. I love good. I good love good spy movies too, uh, and I love period pieces. I love the it in the '60s. So I'll probably say box office at this point.
2: Yeah, I'm total box office on this one. Excellent. This excellent. hits all of my wheelhouses. You can't go without, through
0: a summer without at least creating one movie based on a video game, right? That's why we got Hitman Agent Forty One coming out August twenty eighth. Trash box. Trash box.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say trash box, but it's got it's got potential because I mean it's got a uh, Spock in it, so you know. Maybe one night when drunk, you know, again, Thursday.
2: Right. When it's, when it's Thursday, that's the reason why I'll put it Redbox, because you know what? I'll freaking watch it. <laughs> <Why> not? <laughs> we, we're not going to talk about Straight of Compton?
1: And I'm not even kidding,
2: because... I Straight of Compton, up, it is a,
1: it's, it looks awesome. Because it's got Ice Cube's son, and it's it's about Cube and Dre and NWA. You know what? I almost brought out, just to show you guys on, on our video feed, I've got... Uh, I've got Ice-T, I've got uh, Original Gangster, I've got N.W.A., Straight out of Compton. I've got uh, a bunch of um, Public Enemy CDs. i got all these CDs from the 80s. This was kind of like back in the day when, when, I hate to say it, when rap was good. It's all just crap now. I mean, even back then they had something to say. I could probably, that whole movie, I bet you I could probably sing half of the songs that will be in that movie. Well, so here's
0: the thing. I just finished my ice team, and I used to love NWA, National Wrestling Alliance, with Ric Flair. That was awesome. Yeah, Ric Flair! So to wrap this up, what we're going to do is we decided offline was we're going to have a little contest that we're going to run throughout the course of the year. And what we're going to do is each of us are going to pick, and I, we didn't decide, I was just going to say three, just to make it quick. We're going to pick, each of us are going to draft three movies. And the goal is to, to draft the movies that make the most money over the course of the of the summer so we're going to have we're going to have a serpentine type draft where each of us is going to pick a movie and then the three movies combined will be totaled and at the end of the summer whichever the three movies has the most money will win and and we haven't decided what we're going to win i guess we can (laughs) talk about that later but what we're going to do is randomly before we started i just decided who was going to draft a first but we have this one stipulation that we decided beforehand avengers is off the table just because It will be the biggest money maker of this year. And whoever gets that, it, you know, has a good chance of winning this whole thing. Yes, I know Star Wars comes out at the end of this year, but it's only going to be out for like two weeks. So it probably won't break the 2015, uh, uh, money taking record from, from Avengers, but it may take it overall. So. The first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Around Christmas mm-hmm.
0: time? I mean, come on. Yeah, but think about it. Avengers will have been out
2: for four That's or five true. months. That's true. That's very true.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, and, and you also gotta remember Mocking Jay is gonna make a crap ton
2: of money oh, too.
3: Oh, Mocking Jay's going to be huge.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? To be fair, and, and I know you're about to get to this, I actually have first drafted this. And in the in these in the sense of sportsmanship, I think that we should also cross inside out off the list. Okay, fair enough.
0: Um, I'll, okay, that's fair.
1: That's
2: because that fair. would be my first draft pick, just to be honest. And, and that is, like make... you said,
1: printing money. That's fair enough. Exactly,
2: right. I'm saying like Avengers and Inside Out, I think out of all the things on this list, those are the two that everybody in the freaking brother is going to see. And then the Inside Out with Pixar and all the kids are going to want to see multiple times. So I think we can probably take both of those out of the, the rotation. Okay, so uh, what we're
0: going to do is we're going to uh, use the movies that uh, we talked about, and as Chris said, he's going to have first pick, then Tony, Dan, then I'll have two picks, and we'll go back around until we all have three movies. So, Chris, what's your
3: first pick? Hey,
0: Marty. Oh, my
2: gosh. Hey, Chris. Go, go ahead. Think about no, it. Yo,
3: Real quick, though, let me do a quick recap, Marty, if you don't mind. From all this, for those of you keeping score, I just I have to do this because I used an Excel spreadsheet. Marty <laughs> Marty picked out of the 27 movies we did, seven were box office 10 were red box and 10 were trash. I was 999. Um, wow. Dan was 11 10 and 6 and Chris because he has sounds like an intervention need, he was 11 14 on red box and two. <laughs> I watch
1: well,
2: but, a lot of movies, man. I was gonna
1: say there, there's a lot of lonely drunken nights that he wants to, or I'm sorry, bored drunken nights, not lonely. Right. So, bored so, drunken nights. So that gave so, you time?
2: lonely lonely too, by the way, just for the, everybody keeping score. But anyway, I love you man. <laughs> All right, Chris, you're up. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to draft Jurassic World as my number one
1: pick. Yeah, I was almost going to say we should. should probably disqualify that <laughs> one before Inside Out, but, but but that's good enough. I think that's I think fine. Inside
2: Out will actually make more money than Jurassic World, but Jurassic World will be my number one pick.
3: Um my first pick is going to be, let me Pick here real quick. I was going to. I was so close wanting to go with um, San Andreas, but I'm going to go with Minions. Oh, yeah, man. that's a
0: good pick. It's a good pick. Good pick.
1: Oh man, you guys.
0: Yeah, this this is bad for us, Dan. Yeah,
1: that's really bad for us. You know what? <laughs> if, if um, uh, we got Marty for two. If if I can't go, Ultron, I'm gonna have to go Ant Man. Okay. That's good. It's a good pick, too. Just because I'm hoping my other pick is still there when, when Marty's done. All right, done. so I've <laughs> got go to go
0: two. So I've got to go with one of them, Mad Max.
1: Good pick. Yeah.
0: And then after that, oh, boy, now, now it's getting weird. Um, <laughs> how, how confident do I feel about
3: Magic Mike XXL? <laughs> uh,
1: go with your heart, Marty. Go with your heart.
3: Dude, we're not really winning anything here. Let's go.
0: No, we are. <laughs> well, maybe we for- will
2: go. People will go board game.
0: We'll yeah, but I don't have out. another pick for quite a while. Fantastic Four. Ooh, Ooh. fantastic! Ooh. All
2: right, all right, Dan. So you took Magic Mike and Fantastic Four, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Mad Max? Mad Max. Fantastic I know. Four. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I know.
1: All right, I, I took the risk and it paid off because Marty left the one I was going to go for. I'm going to. I'm going to take Mission Impossible.
2: Yeah. Yep. It, oh, oh yeah. it's
1: going to make a ton.
3: And I am going to go with, I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. Please, Disney, please. Actually, that was United, Tomorrowland.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. one. That's another good one, yeah. That was a good one. That was going to be possibly mine, but uh, I have two picks now, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, San Andreas is definitely one of those. (laughs) Yeah, sure it is. You have fun with that one. (laughs) Oh, dude, that movie is going to make a ton of money. Are you kidding me? This is going to be amazing um and then the other one i'm going to put my money on is going to be oh it would have been tomorrowland that's gonna to be so good i probably won't see it but anyway um i'm gonna go with man from uncle all right
3: and for me i think i'm gonna to have to go with oh this this one this one's this one's tough here so uh, <clears throat> i'm gonna go with spy
1: Oh, good one! Oh, yeah, that's a good pick too. Wow, that's a tough one. You know what? Ugh, crud! You really en- entourage Dan. Go for entourage. Yeah, you know it's actually it's, it's it could be between entourage and uh, Magic Mike because it's going to make money. Magic Mike it is, is not a ma- bad pick. It is actually it's not a bad pick. It's going to make bank. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I'll take Magic Mike. As as scary as it may seem,
0: and just just so we will get everybody, we'll do four picks. That way, we can go back up again. Okay, is that yeah, all right? Yeah, that's take fair. Around? I mean, it won't take long. Okay,
1: we're, we're going pretty good.
0: My two picks are going to be uh, Terminator Genesis.
1: Oh my God, how did I miss that?
0: <laughs> and I'm I'm down to two.
3: Poltergeist.
2: Oh, oh God. yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Let me write that down.
3: Uh, that 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 one was between me and um. When I pick Spy and Poltergeist, I'll send you going, oh,
2: which
1: one? Which one? Good
3: pick. Uh,
2: (laughs) I think Spy will see more money because it's more of a wider kind of appeal to people. But I think Poltergeist is going to make bank, too.
1: Uh,
0: Dan,
2: your last Uh, pick.
1: My last pick. You know what? This is going to sound really stupid. But since I've already got a raunchy comedy, why don't I stick with the raunchy comedies? And I'm going to take Ted, too.
0: Interesting, because R-rated movies rarely do that well.
1: There's just something about I think that movie that so many people. It actually made a lot of money the first one. Mm-hmm. That
2: I think it'll make it, a it'll piece do just fine. It'll do just fine.
3: And because I'm counting on the youth of the world, Pitch Perfect two.
2: nice
1: you go boy actually that's safe that's that's a safe pick yeah and chris to to round us out
2: oh to round us out oh Uh, go for it oh pixels man pixels yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's actually a pretty fair one yeah
1: oh man you know what you're probably gonna just ride jurassic world just to the i I I don't know tony's got a pretty good (laughs) good combo there and Marty with Terminator and Mad Max and Fantastic Four could unless it gets really bad word of mouth in the first weekend you're right
0: no, I think this, this is going to be interesting. Is what we'll do is obviously we'll have to give some time at the end of the summer because those movies toward the end, like um, like Fantastic Four and Mission Impossible, are going to need to play out for a little while because uh, right. the other movies will have been out for a few months. Yep. So we'll have to uh, get back together in the fall and kind of after the movies all die out and uh, kind of see where we are and kind of go from there. And there, during this uh, time, we'll have to find some maybe like friendly little bet or something for whoever wins. Maybe the other guys. get get them something, a prize or something like that.
1: And and I will send Marty and Tony, uh, the first of every month, I'll send them an update of the domestic gross of all these films just so that everybody playing on the Guild or at home uh, can can check it out.
3: All right, so for for you people um, scoring at home, if you're still with us, thank you so much. Um, Chris took Jurassic World, San Andreas, Pixel, and Man from U.N.C.L.E. Um, Dan, and all this will be on the blog, took um, Ant-Man, Mission Impossible, Magic Mike, and Ted, too. I'm sorry. I got choked up there.
1: That's all right. You can laugh because, my God, <laughs> do my picks look bad right now.
3: And I took um, Minions, Tomorrowland, Spy, and Pitch Perfect 2. Go Pitch Perfect 2. And Marty, of course, took Mad Max, Fantastic Four, Terminator, and Poltergeist. So, wow. So we're looking really good there.
1: You know, it's not bad because there's going to be a horror movie that's going to make some money this summer because every summer a horror movie does usually go a little nuts.
2: All right, if I had to put my money on it, it would be Poltergeist.
1: Yeah, just because of the nostalgic Well,
2: The name, just the name alone, exactly. Well, unless one of those other stupid sequels like Insidious or Sinister, one of those... They'll do fine, but they're not going to get anywhere near Poltergeist money.
0: Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a blast, as we knew it would. And what's fun with this game, and and, uh, thanks to Dan for coming up with the idea of doing the draft, is this is something we can kind of have fun with throughout the entire summer. Uh, to see how well we did, and we'll all get back together uh, in the fall and uh, kind of recap how everything went and see how far off we are on some of these. Maybe there were some of these where we said box office, too, that really should have been trash box and vice versa. It'd be kind of interesting just to come to go back and look through some of the movies and see who the winner is. But before we get out of here, Chris, tell us where everybody everybody where we can find you.
2: Well, you can't find me anywhere. I'm never on the internet. Um, <laughs> he's, too, he's too busy watching movies like San Andreas. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, because it's going to be awesome
3: and he can't type on a keyboard when he's you know watching a movie drunk anyway
2: right right exactly Oh, was, but I multitask pretty well. So you can always find me on Twitter at DiceHateMe. You can also find me at DiceHateMe.com, DiceHateMeGames.com, and be sure to check out our podcast on DiceHateMe.com, The State of Games. I'm also on, incidentally, The Geek All-Stars as Dan's second-in-command. My twin
1: brother, Chris, and my, uh, in our show, the, the Geek All-Stars. You can also find me at GeekJockBlog on Twitter. Uh, and, or if you want to email us, just check out uh, TheGeekAllStars at gmail.com.
0: And gentlemen, uh, Dan and Chris, you and I will be hanging out together in a month at Origins, so we're going to have a good time down there. And unfortunately, Tony can't make it.
1: Oh, what the heck, man. Tony?
3: Uh, well, I, I am scheduled to go to the um, Alaska. I'll be in Juneau, Ketchikan, and a whole bunch of other things in an RV with my in-laws.
1: Oh, well, mm-hmm. that should be fun. Sounds, Sounds like a blast. blast. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tony, hey yeah. Tony, do you know the capital of Alaska?
3: It should be Juno.
1: Yeah, not, that's the, the little thing. You get to tell the kids to remember. Yeah. Guys, I, I <laughs> want to thank you guys a million times over. I didn't thank you at the beginning, but I wanted to thank you for having me back. I know, I know you don't generally like the dynamic duo from the upper part of the state, but we do – Really appreciate you, you having us on the
3: show. Well, I mean, a, co- a couple of real quick things. So, first off, Dan, uh, after this airs, congratulations on episode 100. That is outstanding. So, um, give, he, can, can you tease us a couple a times, bit? by the way? He's what?
2: He's cheated a couple times, by the way.
3: But, but that's okay. It's still 100
1: what do you mean what, oh well actually we're probably at like 103 or 104 because we've had a bunch of half episodes in there but that's alright we're, we're, we're up to full episode one. if this was a geek all stars this would be like halfway intermission right now <laughs> yeah exactly
3: <laughs> we're getting ready to go to bed what are you talking about so I mean uh, I know you, you it had already been released 100 but for people who haven't checked out your show um, I mean uh, any teasers for us
1: um, actually, I'll just go ahead and tell you. I mean, it's, uh, you know, this way, if the people that are true fans of, of our friendship in the state of North Carolina could really appreciate it. We're going to have uh, myself, Chris, we're going to do a So You Want to Do podcast, So You Want to Host podcast or produce podcast. And it's going to be uh, another one of those where it's kind of like a roundtable where we talk about producing your very own podcast and, and how, why, and, and when, and, and, and so forth. It's going to be with Josh Augustine. He's a former editor for. Uh, PC Gamer Magazine. He does a bunch of podcasts as well. Uh, I had been on a bunch of his Happy Hearthstone. He does a bunch of great podcasts. He's actually a developer now for uh, uh, SOE. He works on uh, Landmark, uh, that MMO that's going to be out, the um, uh, the EverQuest Next, the Landmark. Uh, and also we're going to have Scott Johnson, uh, who is a giant in the podcasting world from Frog Pants Network. Last week they had the podcast awards on Vegas. And uh, man, the Frog Pants Network, they just cleaned up uh, he does things like uh, The Instance, which is the World of Warcraft podcast. Um, he does The Morning Stream. He does a film sack. If anybody likes movies, we just did a whole show on movies. What, you are not listening to a great movie podcast if you don't listen to film sack. It's the best movie podcast out there. It's amazing. So, I mean, we're happy to have those uh, two guys on our 100th episode. Truly icons and idols of mine in, in podcasting. So, uh so there, the cat's uh, out of the bag. So
0: how to how to produce a podcast. Sweet. I need to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we,
1: we
3: checked out a book at the library called Idiot's Guide to Doing Podcasting. So obviously, we need to pay attention there. I hear you.
1: And, and the funny thing is I actually bought that at, after about 10 episodes. I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. And I, and I actually bought it at a, at a bookstore.
2: I, I wrote that book, actually. Nice. <laughs> And of yeah. course,
3: Chris, um, we haven't talked to you since the announcement of your asthma ready merger with Greater Than Gains. Congratulations <laughs> on that.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. It's um I actually am headed to St. Louis tomorrow uh to have our our kind of bi-monthly every every two months we try to get together at Pow uh, to make sure that everything's running. Um, the way we want to and we have FaceTime and we can come up with new ideas and we can play test things and, and do development discussions and everything so I'm really excited about that. Daryl Louder and TC Petty are both there. They just got there today and then I'll get there tomorrow afternoon and we'll have, spend the weekend having kind of a retreat for that. So it's been working out really well I'm excited about what we're trying to do with, with the company. We're about to gear up for another uh, call for design entries for a contest for a game that I want to produce and uh, that'll be announced probably next week Hey can I, can I plug something? Do you guys mind? No. We, no. Oh, we, we,
3: can, we can cut it out. I mean, it can drop on the <laughs> well, I, I just wanted to
1: say, I think it was, uh, it was, either, it was last week, uh, the Sentinels of the Multiverse update Rook City on the iPad came out. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. man, it's awesome. It's I, I just good. wanted to plug that because it's so good. That game, you, you should be buying and playing it, the tabletop game anyway. But the update for the app and for uh, PC, man, it's so good. So, so good.
3: I'm too busy getting my butt handed to me in Ascension by a guy by the name of Dan <laughs> Patrice. I don't know what's up with that. So.
1: No, you made that big grand announcement, and then you kicked my butt in the next game. So, I mean, what well, you're doing, you've been kicking my butt in uh in Star Realms, too. So, you, you hold your own.
3: And, and, Chris, I expect Louder to sign my bottom of the ninth uh, copy. Congratulations on that, as well as, <laughs> um, the. let's see. I, I'm sorry, buddy. I haven't been out to, to um, Kickstarter. Did, did the Rabbit games get funded? Seven oh days. yeah,
2: well, I mean they they did really well. Okay. Uh, we we didn't know how it would kind of turn out since it was sort of an April Fool's joke. But in three days, I mean we made a ton of money, and a lot of people got on board with it. They're really excited. They're good games, I mean, and what we got the most of after the, the the campaign wrapped up, and again it was kind of an experiment of three days, is like people said I saw it, but I thought it was a joke, and now they're like I want these games. So it's a good problem to have. Um, we got we far exceeded the amount of funding that I thought we would make. So. Yeah, it it was a great experiment for us. I probably won't be doing that again for a while, but, you know, at least it, it worked out.
3: And I'm glad you're at Cool Stuff, Inc. now with your games.
2: Absolutely. We've got, um, yes, Cool Stuff, Inc. is supporting us as an online uh, uh, seller. Uh, one of the other ones that we support and like to kind of mention is Miniature Market. Miniature Market is actually based in St. Louis, so they order directly from Greater Than Games every time something new is released. And they're also very savvy about what is available uh, from Kickstarter and what's kind of hot in the market. And so they buy directly. They sell at a, at a slightly – they actually buy to, you know it and, and sell it quicker than almost any other venue gets. So both of those is good to have online. We're also in a larger distribution network, so you'll start seeing these games pop up in all your retailers. And we're pretty much sold out of almost everything at the warehouse level at this point, which is crazy. Really?
3: So so if I, I saw Viva Java down at a local game store, should I snack that up and put it on eBay?
1: The Dice game or the, the original game or the Dice game? If the original. Find, if you find the original, you you better snatch it up and put it on eBay because you can't find that.
2: It is, it's tough. Yeah. The, the Viva Java sells for a pretty good coin. Uh, an un, unopened copy has got a pretty good rate right now. But we're going to be looking at our top sellers and ones that we want to reprint and be running kind of a reprint, um, event on Greater Than Games in May, uh, before we gear up for Origins. So stay tuned for that. Take a look at that. Always on dicehateme.com, dicehatemegames.com, and greaterthangames.com. I know I've got like a million websites with all my stuff on it, but, You can literally go there, sign up for the newsletter. We'll let you know when we're doing reprint uh, issues of any of those. But, you know, we appreciate the support. It's been amazing.
0: Well, guys, we have talked forever about getting together at some point somewhere in North Carolina and gaming for the weekend. And we're going to make that happen. I know schedules are crazy and whatnot but we're going to do that happen and we're going to do something together and I think it's going to be a blast because uh, Tony and I just love you guys and love hanging out with you guys and this has been a wonderful experience and thank you again so much for coming on.
1: Thanks oh, for having us. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for having us, man. I can't wait to to game in person with you guys. Yeah, that would be awesome.
0: Yep, definitely at Origins, Tony.
1: But, you know,
3: <laughs> <laughs> thanks again everybody.
2: See ya. See ya.
3: Incredible, incredible discussion around the various movies. I was really surprised at just how balanced my selections were. I don't know about you, Marty. You know, I went nine nine nine, Red Box, Trash Box, and Box Office. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, I'm very excited about the summer s- summer movies.
0: Yeah, you know, I think I may have been a little bit more excited for last year's movies, mm-hmm. but. There are definitely some that's going to be big hits. And I think it'll be really interesting at the end of the summer when we look back on all these movies and how did they do. We we had a lot of speculation on which ones we think will be big or not. And then we did our little contest at the end. So it'll be great, you know, September, October time frame to see how all we really did and, and whether we should, you know, get off of. Reviewing board games and instead, you know, move
3: over and do movies. The best thing about reviewing movies, I only have to watch them once to figure out if I like it or not. I'm just, you know, think about it. You know, you don't have to constantly go back to the movies and say, oh, that acting stunk. You know, there's a slight rant in there somewhere. I think there could be, but I'm not going to go there. But I will say this. So I am. I want to. I wonder what the big surprise is going to be. And I've got no clue. None. And it
0: may not. You know what? It may not be any surprises. It may be exactly what people predict. Avengers will be huge and the Pixar movie will be huge. So and maybe beyond that it won't be anything.
3: But there's got to be that feel good movie that's just going to come out and we, you you got to go. I mean back you remember back to the time when it was my big fat Greek wedding that stayed in the theaters for 52 weeks it seemed like ah, I see something happening here. Who knows? And maybe it's pitch perfect too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you dude. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we got another episode number 67 coming and right now it's just going to be we're going to surprise y'all. We're not, even going to, we're not even going to tease what 67's got in it for you. So if you would, guys, thanks for listening. And we're interested in definitely hearing go out to our guild. We're having a great discussion on uh, Avengers out there right now, future um, discussion about that, what you think. And we'd love to know what your picks are, who you think the big winners were. If you want to get into the draft party, by all means, let us know who you think. But you better get them in quick before all the other movies get out there. So keep rolling dice. And taking names.
0: Follow us on Twitter at Dice and Names. Visit our website, Roll Dice Take Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Roll Dice Take Names. Visit our guild on BGG. Like us on Facebook. Thanks, y'all.
3: Hey, and welcome back to Rolling Dice and Taking Names. Starting again, it's names. I always, why do I always drop the S, Marty? Why do I drop the S? <laughs>